Hey Lars, this is episode 113, Cirque du Soleil. What a night. We had ups and downs, but ultimately came out on top because we worked through it all together. We were both super excited for the date because he had never seen Cirque and it had been over 15 years since I'd seen them. I love how he's always down to embrace the unknown because he could have initially said no to the date, but he agreed to go based on my recommendation, hoping that he'd end up liking it and add it to our semi-repeatable activities, which is exactly what happened. But before we get to the show, let's get into the complications that we had. They began with New York City parking. Now, being that we're planners, we planned to arrive an hour before our restaurant reservation. I actually got there even earlier than that and found parking pretty easily. Then it was up to me to help him navigate to good parking also. When he got a bit closer, he parked across from me and we made a new plan. We thought that the commercial vehicle behind me would be leaving by 6pm, so it made sense to wait until then before moving anywhere. He didn't feel comfortable enough with his vehicle where his vehicle was parked, so at 5.45pm he decided to come back around to situate himself closer to the possible parking spot. He got back around and by the time I found him an app that allowed him to book a parking lot that wasn't too expensive. From fear of not getting parking at all and being late, he booked it, but then noticed that there was a possibility that he could have fit behind me. We were both unsure and he was frustrated initially, but then let it go being that there wasn't much of a difference in price. I gave him his mum's Christmas gift and he gave me the one that she got me as well as the cards for my parents and the PBA card for my family and bestie. Then we were off. We figured this should be an easy process now because we prepaid for the lot so one would think that there would be no issues. Unfortunately for us that wasn't the case. We got to the lot and started driving down when a ferocious Spanish guy drove another car up to exit and told us there was no more space in the lot. We tried to find out how that made sense being that we already booked but he was less than helpful. All he kept saying was call the app and get your money back. My boyfriend wanted to be assured that would be the case but the Spanish guy didn't care and was rude. I, on the other hand, wasn't taking no for an answer, so I told him not to leave but to simply back out and I would walk down and talk to the other worker. The other worker was an African man and extremely cordial. He said that this was his first day working at this location but that there were tons of people leaving so there would be spots available. I immediately realized that they were just overwhelmed because everyone was leaving at the same time so that's why the Spanish guy tried to turn us away. I called my boyfriend quickly and told him not to cancel the lot but to simply drive back and I'd tell him when to drive down because the African guy assured me there'd be a spot for him. It took about 15 minutes for him to get back around being that he'd left and traffic was bumper to bumper. There was a moment of aggravation and stress between us on the phone because we knew the time was moving but ultimately he got back to the lot and we worked hand in hand to get him inside. The African guy apologized for the weight and confusion which made up for the rudeness of the other guy. My boyfriend checked his car in, got the ticket and we were off. He said it was smart that I went down to speak to the other worker because he was over it and was simply going to cancel. I told him no problem and we reveled on how well we worked through the situations together. We got to the restaurant pretty quickly and were seated in about five minutes. The atmosphere was as we expected, packed with a lot of hockey supporters. I guess it was a game on because they were all throughout the city. 
We didn't feel too out of place though, even though we were dressed nicely. We were ushered to a smaller section in the back of the restaurant and it was much calmer. Now, before I move on any further, I must discuss our attire. The first thing was we matched without even knowing we would. He wore a plaid pea coat with shades of dark brown, light brown and grayish blue and I wore my pea coat that was also plaid with beige and cream colours. Then underneath his shirt and my dress were exactly the exact same shade of brown. Along with my dress I wore these new thigh high beige boots that he loved and he wore light coloured blue jeans and his dark blue suede dress shoes. We were dressed to the teeth. We were even complimented by a guy on the street who said he loved our coats. It felt great to walk hand in hand with him. He didn't complain that my heel boots made me taller either. In fact, this time he really seemed to like it more. I think it's because our overall look fully complemented one another. As always, we fit in so many ways. I love the compliments he kept dishing out and I dished some back to him also. It's such a turn on when you know how you both look so good and everyone else can see it. I really loved it and it made me think even deeper about how lucky we are to have found each other. Okay, back to the restaurant. I immediately excused myself to go to the bathroom because it had been hours of me driving. When I was gone, he ordered our appetizer and drinks. It was cool because he already knew what we were getting because we discussed our choices on the menu the previous night. When I returned, he left to go to the bathroom and I did a few videos on my phone. He returned and we discussed the chaotic beginning to the night but vowed we wouldn't let it ruin anything and we didn't. I had texted his mum thanking her for the gift and we texted back and forth for a bit before I put the phone down to focus solely on him. I think it's important to limit your phone time when you're out on a date because talking and communicating with body language is a key to continuing the spark through the night. We discussed a few things and the conversation flowed. He looked at the gift my bestie made for us and loved it. It was a keychain with two of our pictures enclosed and it said, a love that will last forever. He told me to thank her again and said it was super thoughtful. I did and she said she's just happy we love it. I also thought it was extremely thoughtful of her because she knows me so well and has been through different failed relationships with me. She has never created anything for me and any of my other partners, but she can see how real the love is with him, which is why I'm sure she did that. She said she knows how important love and my relationship is to me, so it was easy to create. That really shows me a lot because she and I have commented many times on how real and deep the love is I now have. I really believe that it is a love that will last forever because we just get each other in every single way. Anyway, back to the restaurant again. The food was just okay, although I liked the mocktail drink the most. For whatever reason, I thought the chips were a bit too salty and the fish maybe a bit greasy. Even though I ate about 75% of my meal, we both agreed that it wouldn't be a place we'd return to. He said his meal was okay and he did finish it all, but it definitely wasn't anything for him to ride home about. We got the check and began to head out, but all of a sudden I noticed he got sad. I inquired as to what was wrong, and when he showed me the picture that popped up on his phone, which was of the shrine they had put out for his brother who passed away, I felt bad and consoled him as we walked. I asked him would he be okay, and he said yes, and it was fleeting. I wanted to believe him, and I knew he would be okay, but when you love someone so deeply, you also feel their pain. Most times I never know what to do or how to react, so I simply take cues from him and am there no matter what. 
We started walking and became distracted when having to find the garden. I think I've told you guys this before, but he and I definitely don't have the best track record when it comes to directions. We literally walked past the garden. In our defense, the garden didn't look how it normally does because there's a lot of construction around it. So the big dome that surrounds it and is usually the perfect landmark currently isn't there. We ended up asking a cop after walking the wrong way and he pointed us in the right direction. After all that, we still made it with enough time to go to the bathroom and comfortably find our seats. This is why we plan ahead, so that any issues that may arise won't affect our scheduled events. I'm proud of us. Once seated, we talked a bit before the show began, but then realized I hadn't completed one of my brain games. I told him and he immediately tried to block me from completing it so I could mess up my streak. (laughs) I wasn't having it and made sure I completed it, even though it was much harder for me to focus because the audience kept laughing at the performers doing the intro skit and I wanted to see what was happening. I finally finished and then settled in to watch the show. The lights went down and we were immediately entranced by Twas the Night Before Christmas performance. The story was about a father who wanted his daughter to believe in the story of Christmas again, but she was caught up in the current times to care. She was glued to her iPad and doing social media dances, but then the story he was reading to her came to life and she was enthralled. It began with a couple of aerialists dancing together and flying up and down in the air. They were so amazing, and we absolutely loved them the most. Then Santa came, but he was dirty and looking like he'd been through it a lot. He started doing a juggling act and was so good. At each scene, the young girl appeared and either watched or assisted in some way. We saw the sugar plum fairies, another aerialist that had the rope attached to her hair, and had so many other amazing performances. You could see and feel the Christmas spirit in the building, and when I looked over to him, he seemed to be enjoying himself. Once the show was over, he said it was okay. I knew he was probably lying to mess with me, but I let him have his moment. Then later on, he told me the truth. He said he loved it, and he definitely thinks it can be a semi-repeatable event. I was so excited about that, because Cirque du Soleil are special, and each show is different. He even commented that he could go with his mother to it because she had never seen them and wanted to. I was happy to hear all of it. We left the theatre and he asked me if I wanted hot chocolate. I said yes, so we walked over to McDonald's across the street. Unfortunately, this time the experience wasn't as nice as our last experience. I ordered on the app but didn't get a receipt. We then had to wait on a long line and it appeared they forgot my order because people came before us were getting their food. We went up to the front and the worker said he's making it now. It was funny because I had seen when they started making it and left it on the machine without completing the job. We finally got the hot chocolate but both agreed that it wasn't as good as the last time we had it. Maybe I should have just said no when he asked because it took longer than we expected and lessened our car chill time. On our walk back to the car, I told him about the video he took of me and how I would not be posting it because you could see my food, baby. He asked to see it and I reluctantly showed him. We both started laughing and then I immediately deleted it. He asked me to get it back and send it to him so he could make fun of me. I told him absolutely not. It was really terrible, guys. The dress was sexy, but I think the fabric didn't work best when you're full. I literally looked like I was pregnant. Anyway, after our laughter and extra car moments, I drove him around to the parking lot to get to his car. 
I thought everything was fine, but when I stopped the car and looked over at him, I could see all of the sadness in his eyes, and he was locked in a daze. I asked him if he was okay, and he said he just had another moment of sadness. I felt so bad once again and tried to console him. Then, just like that, he seemed to snap out of it and said he'll be okay. I was hopeful that he would be, so we kissed and said our goodbyes. We knew it wouldn't be much longer until we saw each other again because we have a three-day staycation approaching next weekend. I got a few things planned, too. We're bringing in our second new year at the Bombshell Mansion together, and I can't wait. Fun times ahead, my lads. I'll be sure to keep you updated. But until then, XOXO, Bombshell out.